Argentine, another edition of the Good Food Fellas, Gennaro. Uh, we know you love drinking in the morning, so we figured, why not? <laughs> yes. We're going to do beer for breakfast, hashtag, okay? Awesome. <laughs> Never too early. <laughs> Never too early. No. We have a Shannon uh, Feeney from Roscoe Beer uh, Brewery. Thank you for stopping by. Roll yes. NKA, Bur- NKA Birdie, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um. So how did you um, um basically uh, start the brewery company? Or uh, did you start it or did you take it over and started uh, a new division of it? So I'm the operations manager. Um, the owners, um, it's kind of a crazy story. They didn't know anything about craft beer. I don't even know if they drank it at the time. But our town, which is really small, I think our year-round population is like under 600, um, is known really well for fishing. And there was this huge nationwide competition for the ultimate fishing town. And we somehow won with like a quarter million votes. So our owner said, well, we need to do something cool. Like, what do we not have in this town? They said, well, everybody loves to drink. Let's start a brewery. Uh, So that's how we kind of started, uh, started planning things in 2012. And we officially opened our doors in 2013. And I was only here part-time. I knew the local uh, owners said I would help them out. And here I am 10 years later. <laughs> so, And we've grown every year. We started in like this little office and was using like a kegerator to give people samples. And now we have a big brewery. <laughs> Shannon, I don't know if you guys know, but uh, obviously you're known for the trout and many other things and the beauty of Roscoe. But I don't know if you know that one of the legendary people that lives in Roscoe and works in Roscoe is Rick Bishop from Mountain Sweetberry Rick. Farm. Yeah, Rick is the man. Rick is the man. And Rick used to come down to the market for like 30-something years in Union Square. And he yes. retired this year. So I know well because he does chef tours up there. So I think you guys could collaborate and have some chefs come in, you know, have obviously potatoes and all these great things and beans and beer. Yeah, Rick is great. His, his farm is literally like you could walk to it down the road from here. Oh, really? Oh, that's so cool. He's the best. <laughs> so, Shannon, uh, um, I mean, the, the Roscoe Beer Company, though, if you go there, you have more than just, you have brew tours, you have food. Um, are you guys uh, kicking off Oktoberfest already? Yeah, so we started Oktoberfest. Um, we kicked it off with a big festival on the 23rd, and then we celebrate it right on through traditional Oktoberfest. So, you know, the brewery's all decked out in Oktoberfest theme. We have our amazing Oktoberfest beer on tap, and we have great food specials as well. And how did you create the spike water? That's an amazing, genius idea. Um, great things happen on accident. <laughs> um, we, uh, during COVID, you know, we, we had a lot of time to kind of have some fun with what we were doing. And we said, you know, why don't we try a seltzer? Um, and in developing seltzer, um, we kind of messed up on one of our, our batches that we had produced. Um, we were trying some new filtration techniques and, um, I had actually been out of town and I came back and the guy said, well, good news and bad news. Uh, filters work great. Uh, the seltzer has no color and no flavor. <laughs> so I said, are you telling me we just made alcoholic water? <laughs> so we ended up going further with it, developing a little bit more and really fine tuning it um, to get the taste pure. And we started adding some fun fruit flavors and we now have uh, 4% low ABV spiked water. So it's great for people that can't have carbonation. There's a lot of people that can't deal with carbonation in their drinks. 
Um, so now you can still have a full flavored drink, but it's not liquor where it's, you know, 10, 12, 15, 20%. So you can have quite a few of it. Um, and we're, we're still having some fun with it. We've had some talk about adding like electrolytes and some other things. So we're really excited. We've been doing uh, tastings out of our tasting room for people to try the different flavors, see what everybody's liking. And uh, then we hope to really roll it out full time. Shannon, I love that you're on the show today because it shows the beauty of New York State. And uh, we have great beers here as well and wine. Um, how special is Roscoe in making the beer in your area there? Well, we have some great water. Uh, obviously, we basically ship our water down to New York City, uh, but we have pure water. You know, the mountain water is just really great. We have some great springs here. Uh, so it allows us to do a lot of great things with our products and not have to put things in or take a lot of things out of our water profile. Great. Um, if somebody wants to go there for a tour, how do they do that? So basically, if the brewers are here, we give you a tour, uh, but we also do tours on Saturdays and during our festivals as well. But the great thing about our brewery is we have this huge viewing window right into the brew space. So while people are visiting, they can watch the guys making the beer, packaging the beer, everything. I mean, my favorite is pumpkin. Um, how do you guys create like a flavor, like a pumpkin spice or with the holidays coming up? How do you guys decide what to create? and what not to do during the process. So we uh, we have 12 taps here in-house, so we're allowed to have a lot of fun and creativity with our beers. So we kind of listen to what everybody says they want as they come in. Um, so we actually have done a fun, instead of going straight into the pumpkin, we've done autumn squash. And mm. we basically roasted a, a ton of squash, put it right in the beer, added some fun spices, and we aged it. And it was like a... It was like a great fall beer, but not doing what everybody else does with the pumpkin. Uh, you basically find some fun ingredients and you, you put it in there. Shannon, how about the kind of like explosion of uh, craft beer in America in general? How has that affected your business? Um, it's pretty crazy to see it kind of unfolding. When we started, you know, 10 years ago, there wasn't a lot of us. Um, even in our, I, we were the only one in our whole region. Um, and now they're popping up everywhere people have always said to me, isn't that bad? But um, people that are in the craft industry know that it's it's not bad. Um, we don't really view each other as competitors, more as like a, almost like a brotherhood. Uh, when people are out visiting and traveling, it's not like they just want to go see one brewery or one winery or distillery. They want to go visit them all. So having more of us pop up has made it more of a destination for people to enjoy. So now they're not just stuck at one brewery. They get to go visit all of us, and we all get to see everybody. It's great for business, right? Yeah. Uh, what's your favorite beer at Roscoe's? That If someone just for the first time goes, what should they try? Uh, if they come in right now, I'm going to say Oktoberfest. That has always been one of my favorite beers. I'm always so sad when like, the, the time ends. I'm like, can we just brew it and keep it in-house and not tell anybody we have it? Um, but I'm also a huge sour fan. So when we do fun stuff with uh, sours and, and tart flavors, I love that too, because it's different than normal beer. Sean, how about when it comes to pairing beer with food? I know you guys have some great food there as well. 
Yeah, that's always a fun thing to do. Uh, when the, these guys make a fun new beer, we always look at our menu like, okay, what would go great with this? Uh, and it, it allows us to have a lot of fun. And when people come in, give them great suggestions based on what they're drinking on what to order for food. Uh, so we've, we've done a lot of fun stuff like that. We've done uh, recipes for deer season and hunting season, you know, which beers you can cook with and grill with. Uh, I feel like beer just works with everything. And what do you drink and shoot deers with too, right? <laughs> um, how do you see the craft beer industry um, evolving in the next few years coming up? Do you, do you guys adjust and adapt as well? Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to slow down. Um, you know, and that's, that's what we love about the craft industry is everybody's doing something different. It's not standard. And there's just always room to grow and make something different and exciting. We can always keep people coming in and they can try something different every time they come in. So that's what's great about what we do. We're not just a standard domestic beer and this is what we have and the only thing you can try. So keeps it exciting. Shannon, I'm going to try this right now. 101 for beer. What's the proper way to pour a can into your beautiful glass that you sent us? Definitely got it. You got to tilt it. Slow pour, and then you you round it out so you have about three quarters to an inch of uh, foam there. How am I doing? You're doing good so far. Well, you put a sticker on your t-shirt, so that's different. Now you can stand it right up, and you'll get that proper I'm a company. I'm a company man. Perfect. Look at that. All right. All right. Salute. Thank you so much for the beer. Welcome. I think you've had some experience pouring beers. Oh yeah, I think so. Yeah, a little bit. Oh, this is fantastic. I can't believe, oh, it's uh, it's like coffee, cocoa. It's incredible for October. Great roasted uh, malts. Eric did a great job uh, making this beer and picking out the oh. right recipe for it. Um, Eric, are you one of the brewmasters? I definitely would not call myself a master, but yeah, I brew beer. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's the process of creating a beer of, um, while you're brewing it? Is it, how long is it for one one beer to make? Uh, well, it takes about uh, a week in total uh, with fermentation and everything like that. Uh, but then depending on what you're making, you got to lager it. So you might have some extra time. Uh, but when it comes to making a beer, it's kind of just, you know, what do I feel like drinking? Um, and you get weird with it. Add some grains. Maybe you can add some fruit, spices, you know, things like that. Get creative. What's your yeah, like creative. I was just surprised. <laughs> you thought it was going to be bad. And all of a sudden, you know, wow, this really worked. Yeah, right. <laughs> is there Honestly, sometimes when uh sometimes when something goes, I wouldn't say wrong, but you know, when you're ordering hops and malts, you're just kind of going off of what people tell you the flavor profile will be. And sometimes you throw a little too much or not enough in a beer and you're like, Well, that was not what we were expecting, but let's throw some more fruit in it, and then all of a sudden we have somebody's favorite beer right. when they come in. So what what's the process from the beginning to end? Is it just so you're starting with your grain, um, you're mashing that in. Uh, after that, you're basically doing a, I'm gonna say a medium cook on it, uh, you know, 150 degrees, something like that. Uh, once you have that all cooked, you sit that for about 40 minutes, you Vorloff it, which basically means you're filtering it in through itself. After that, you're transferring it to a big kettle. Uh, once it's all transferred in, you bring it up to a boil and that's where you're adding your hops and everything like that. And then once that's all done, you're transferring it to a fermenter with some yeast and 
then it's just a waiting process. Eric, when it comes to uh, brewing together, you so you work with Corey McKeon, the head brewer and master. Uh, can you guys um, kind of work as mentor and mentee when it comes to that? Because you can never know enough, right? And learn enough about beer making. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you're always learning new things in this business. Uh, you think you know something and then something else will come along and blow your, blow your mind. Um, yeast is always a big one. Uh, yeast is always just a crazy mistress. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, you're right. I've had, had a few of those. Not infections, Gennaro. Not infections. Not infections. Couple of bad mistresses, but that's a different story and a different show. Yeah. And I'm drinking. You know, we so I can with a lot. some uh, great uh, people as well. We also work with uh, a gentleman by the name of Phil Leinhart. Uh, he actually ran Oma Gang Brewery for a very long time. Um, he was a brewing engineer over at Hanizer Bush for a long time. Um, so we're always bringing in people that can educate us and show us new things as well. Right. Yeah. Shannon, how about uh, you sent us a beer and it came out perfectly? You guys care about the wrapping and uh, sending the beer and everything else like that. Beers can be sent all over the country, or how does it work for your company when it comes to like New York State laws? So currently, we are only in New York State. We distribute statewide. Um, we have trickled into other states, but we found we're best to concentrate on our home base and right here because there's so many craft beer drinkers in New York State. We might as well make sure we do it right and keep it on our home base. Are there any um, global beer cultures or brewery, breweries that inspire you guys that, that you've been and visited? You know, I've been I've been to a lot of breweries. I love visiting breweries. Um, when we we first started, and like I said, our owners really had no idea what they were doing. Um, we leaned a lot on John Carr, who owns Adirondack Brewery, uh, and he's up in Lake George. So um, I've always been a fan of him and what he's doing up there. It really got us started. Um, some other great breweries that I've I've visited and now have grown since I visit them is like Dogfish Head, Oma Gang. Uh, there's some great breweries out there. And we, as a group and our staff, um, we like to, on Fridays, get together. We all bring in a beer share and try breweries from other, you know, other different styles that we haven't tried before and have some fun with it. Uh, there's so many great ones out there. There really is. Do, do you ever travel to cities like London where, they, where drinking is like encouraged? <laughs> Yes. It kind of is. Uh, we actually have to, um, as we start the day, we make sure everything smells right. Um, we do a sample taste before we start pouring. You never know something could have happened overnight. Um, we, we always are checking the beer. It's a uh, quality control. <laughs> Sean, how about the beer garden? Can you tell us about the beer garden, how much fun that is to kind of put together and host folks? Yeah, uh, we have a great space outside. Uh, we have kind of slowly grown um, when we opened this spot, we didn't even have chairs in here. Uh, so we obviously added tables and chairs and kept growing. And then we realized we had a beautiful outside space and we developed that. We have a stage out there, we have seating out there. There's a nice stone patio and outside bar. And you can see all the beauty that the Catskills offer. We have great mountain views, constantly seeing eagles fly over. And right now with the fall colors, it's beautiful out there. Nice. Um, How do you get the nickname Birdie? <laughs> so when mm -hmm. we started, uh, for some reason, we thought it'd be great if everybody had these fun little beer nicknames. Apparently, I'm the only one that still has one. Uh, mm -hmm. But I've played golf since I was probably two or three. So uh, they've, they've called me Birdie ever since. <laughs> uh, don't you offer golf there as well? 
Yeah. So right across the street, we actually own it. We have our own golf course right across the street from the brewery. So you can really do it all while you're in town. It definitely makes you love the, I knew, the, the campaign I live in New York. Definitely for the beer, for sure. Shannon, <laughs> I tried the Oktoberfest. You sent us three other ones. Uh, the, uh, the Amber, American Amber and the Eagle IPA. Yes. And, and so what are the differences in the beer when it comes to uh, taste profiles? So we basically try to have something for everybody. We we want to have a light option. We want to have that dark option. We want to have that hoppy option. Um, so the Amber is actually our flagship. That's the first beer we developed um, and kind of figured out what we were doing with beer. So that's our anniversary uh, can this year. And that's just a nice, easy drinking lager. It's just something that, you know, kind of everybody can try, uh, especially if you haven't had craft beer before. And then Eagle is our one of our staples. That was our first IPA we made. I like to consider that when I'm going out on the road and trying to sell this beer as like compared to hot wings. Uh, you got to work your way up in flavor and you got to work your way up in bitterness when it comes to IPAs. So that's like your introductory to craft beer of IPAs. Like it's it's very easy to drink, but still has that hot flavor and aroma. And then the Two-Headed Stout um, is actually a, a really, really popular beer for us. Um, it is a really well-rounded stout and it's won us craft beer of the year. And we've won uh, the governor's uh, challenge with that beer. So it's it's a really nice, easy drinking stout. You hear stout and you think you're going to chew on it, but you don't. It's it's a very easy drinking beer. Great. With the, um, after Oktoberfest, what, what's the next uh, festival you're going to have there at the company? Our next festival actually is our largest, so it seems weird. It's our winter fest. Um, it's a true out in the winter type of festival. I mean, I've had, we've had like a thousand people here and it's been minus five. They just don't care. They show up in their snow shoots. We have big bonfires and people are just ready to get out of the house and really party with us. Any special brewery, um, breweries you're coming up with for that winter fest? We usually do our uh, winter spice, <laughs> which is, <laughs> I, I don't know why it's so popular, but people really like it. It's a spiced beer. It makes you think of the holidays when you're drinking it. Um, and then we usually do our uh, winter bluesberry, which is like a type of fruited sour beer as well. Oh, Shannon, it sounds like the community really gets together when they come to your place. Is the community up there really like supportive for your company? Oh, the community is great. Uh, we work with a lot of our, our business partners. Um, you know, we have a great distillery distillery right down the road. Um, so when we do like these festivals, we invite the distillery, we invite the Rockland House, which is a restaurant next door to partake. We kind of invite everybody in. Um, and I mean, there's not much to do in Roscoe. So yeah, everybody comes and parties with us. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, and even our, uh, one of our beers is actually called the Fighting 29, which is uh, for our local fire department as well. So you know, That's cool. We're always trying to give back to the community. Yeah, they're like our biggest demographic is the the local firefighters. So we said, "What do you want to drink?" And they said, "The light stuff." So we made a pilsner just just in their their name and honor. And this was originally their firehouse uh, before they built a new one. So. Oh wow! Cool. Yeah. Um. To find you on Instagram, what's your Instagram uh, tag so people can follow you guys? So we're at Roscoe Beer Co. Uh, we are always hashtagging Roscoe Beer, Roscoe New York, Visit Roscoe, uh, Trout Town, and Trout Town USA. Yeah, so uh, and then you can visit your website, Roscoe Beer Company. Uh, yes. the, I mean, you guys have so much going on from the golf, the food, the delicious beer, and the tours. Uh, I want to thank you for taking the time for talking to us. 
Yeah, thank you guys. Thanks for having us. We should have grabbed ourselves a beer to have with you. <laughs> I'm doing it for all of us. Don't worry about it. Salute. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, I we still have to go can beer, so. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so. Well, thank you very much. And, and also, thank you for the glasses. They're beautiful. It's the deers and yes. the wolf. Yes, yeah, the brand is wonderful. Thank you. No they... problem. Send me guys your shirt sizes. We'll get you guys out some merch, too. Yeah. Are, are these thank available you. to buy, too, the glasses? What was that? Are these glasses available to buy as well? Yes. Yes, they're available online in our tasting room, too. Oh, great. Thank you. Well, you mentioned it before, but the website is so complex and so full and kind of sexy, too, because I think you actually, you fill it with all the knowledge that you guys have from your experiences. So kudos to that, too. Yeah. Great website. Yes. Thank you. Oh, Gennaro says statements, not questions. Thank you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, oh, thank God. Shannon and Eric, thank you very much from Roscoe Beer Brewery Company. Thanks, guys. Thank you guys. Have a great day. Thank you. Drink up.